We got home this afternoon from Rochester, and uh, you can be seated tonight. We, before I begin, I just want to give honor to the, the district board who just decided just to show up. They, they come in late on purpose. Amen. But it's good to give honor to, to Elder Brother Woods and, and Brother Puckett, of course, our district superintendent, and, and Brother Mo. I was going to have Brother Mo preach, but it doesn't look like he's ready to preach. But I give honor to them, of course. If I would have known they'd, that they were going to be here, I'd probably have them preach or teach. Or, but it's good to, I give, we have a great district. I'm, I'm, it's an honor to be a part of the North Dakota district. If I had to handpick a district that I wanted to be involved in, it would be North Dakota. And we have a great district board, great leadership, and I'm just thankful to be a part of it. But God is so good. I just wanted to, before we begin, I just wanted to give an update on Brother Chuppy. Um, things did get a little, a little sketchy for a little bit this last week. Um, just, he's, he's just weak in, in his body and, and, uh, and just, uh, doesn't have a lot of strength. He, he can hardly stand up right now is kind of where he's at. Um, but they got him in the hospital. They did put him in the ICU for several days and then they put him back into a regular room now and, and things are looking good. His vitals are stable. Um, you know, when, when things weren't going well and his vitals were kind of all over, he was confused, and, and I, I don't remember him really being that way, and that was, that was hard to see, but he, he kind of came out of that, and when we left yesterday, he was in good spirits. He seems to be keeping his head up high. Um, as you're praying for him, which I know you have been, just pray specifically that, um, that God would just give him strength in his body, because he needs two things right now. He needs a surgery, and he needs to have chemo. And the doctors aren't comfortable really doing neither right now because he just doesn't have a lot of strength in his body. So uh, we're believing for a miracle. I was, we were talking as a family the other night and I'm just, you know, of course, you know, and it's hard to keep people updated because even in Mayo, even in the best hospital in the world, the best doctors in the world, they're still practicing. They're still practicing medicine. (laughs) And they, uh, they don't know exactly what to do. And uh, they, you know, the stories and their, their strategy changed several times. And of course, that's, that's hard to, to process as, as, you know, being there with him. But we just, uh, I believe the family is just, we're just thankful. I, I, the other day we were talking if, you know, this is a, a it's a storm, it's a struggle, it's a, cir- it's a less than ideal circumstance. But if, if we're going to go through this, I'm just thankful to go through it the way that we are and the way that Brother Chuppy is. And, and uh, again, he's in the best hospital in the world, the best doctors in the world. Um, he has God on his side. He has a word from God. Amen. His entire family was there. So um, I believe that they're just keeping a spirit of thanksgiving through it all. And, and God's going God's gonna to do I'd be very surprised from what Brother Chuppy's been through and that he doesn't make it. I'd be very surprised if he doesn't make it because he's been through so much and, and I believe God's gonna finish this deal. Amen. So just continue to pray. Thank you for your prayers. Yesterday afternoon as I was leaving, Brother Jones was there and we had a, a good time of prayer. And, uh, and I, before I left, I just asked Brother Chuppy, I said, is there anything that you would just like me to tell the church when I get back? And... Uh, and I was just, you know, kind of expecting him to say, you know, tell him thank you for the prayers and, 
And uh, in his brother Chuppy type of way, he took his time responding to the question. And uh, he began to cry. And he just said, tell the church to draw close to God. And the Holy Ghost just hit the room. And that was a word from God for the church. Just draw close to him. And uh, I thought that was so cool. I, I believe that that was, that was prophetic and that, uh, that he has, uh, he's thinking about the church as he's laying there in the hospital. He's thinking about you, wanting you to, to mature in Christ. Amen. God is so good. Um, tonight, actually, uh, we're going to have Brother Jaden come. Uh, periodically, we're going to have a few little sermonettes, if you will. He's going to be uh, ministering for about 10 minutes, and I'm glad I planned this tonight. <laughs> District board, I sent them personal invitations. And uh, so tonight you can be baptized with fire. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Make me a little extra nervous up here, but I do appreciate the opportunity. I'm, I'm thankful for the opportunity and uh, to be a part of not only this church, but the body of Christ uh, with all of you guys. So, and I also give honor to the board and all the visiting uh, ministers here. Also honor Pastor Shane. So I, uh, I have the opportunity to work with Pastor Shane. And uh, I don't call him Pastor Shane at work, but I do here. And uh, the, thing, the thing that I appreciate about Pastor Shane is what you see is what you get. So, and, and what I mean by that is there's no facade. So what, what you see here, that's how he is at work, and that's how he is in the, in the job, and I, I really appreciate that. All right. Well, I uh, was tasked with, I guess, what Pastor Shane called a sermonette, so I promise to not be too long, but um, I do believe I have a, a message. So um, I'm going to begin reading in James chapter 1 in verse, uh, I'm gonna, we're going to read 19 through 25. James chapter 1 verses 19 through 25. <clears throat> it says, wherefore my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, for the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Amen. You guys can be seated. For just a few minutes this evening, I would like to talk about a forgetful hearer, a forgetful hearer. And this, this is a subject I realize that oftentimes this is probably how it goes when you have to speak, is you tend to talk about things that God's maybe been dealing with you about, and that was the case with, with my personal walk. 
Um, God's kind of been dealing with me, and my prayer tonight as we talk about this is that, um, that it would resonate with someone here tonight, and uh, in addition, that I would effectively communicate what I feel like God has laid on my heart. All throughout the, the Bible, both in the Old Testament and the New Testament, um, we see phrases come up like, uh, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear, um, or having ears to hear. These are phrases that we, that we hear often, that we see often, again, both in Old and New Testament. And Jesus, uh, he would often use this phrase while teaching to parables, or teaching in parables to multitudes of people. And uh, Jesus, of course, we understand he would teach um, in parables for several reasons. Uh, one was to show truth to those who are hungry, and uh, that would be willing to accept it. Yeah, but the second reason was to hide the truth from those with hardened hearts who would reject truth. And uh, the parable that I'm going to read here um, is a parable that we're probably all familiar with. It's the parable of the sower. And the parable of the sower, we call it the parable of the sower, but it's really more about uh, the parable, the story is more about the ground that the, that the, that the sower sows the seed on. So when we read this, um, we're going to read... Of course, there's the parable is in, uh, in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, but we're going we're gonna to read mostly out of Luke for this. Um, but we're going to read about um, the, f- the four different types of ground, but we're going we're gonna to read together how the different types of people can hear. And then we're going to discuss that. So in Luke chapter 8, um, the parable, um, so Jesus gathers the multitude. He, he covers the parable of the sower. And then in verse 8, he concludes the parable after he had just spoken to the multitudes by saying, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear. It actually says Jesus cried this. And so he's very passionate. But the disciples then ask, you know, what the parable means. And starting in verse 11, Jesus says, now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. We understand that that the seed right here, the seed is always good, right? We understand if we're using God's word, the seed will be good. We can be assured of that. And I'm thankful for that. But as in verse 12, he says, Those by the wayside are they that hear. Then cometh the devil and taketh away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. So this here is the wayside, which is a hard-hearted, um, you know, no root. Uh, maybe life circumstances have led them to this point. Uh, but nonetheless, this is hard ground. And from here we move on to the stony ground. In verse 13, they on the rock are way, they which hear receive the word with joy. These have no root, which for a while believe, and in the time of temptation they fall away. This here is quick to grow, and but they have a shallow root system. And uh, again, we're, take note as, we, as we're reading each of these verses, these people, it says right here in each of these verses that they are all hearing. The hearer, so uh, moving on to verse number 14, this is the thorny ground, and they which fell among thorns are they which, when they have heard, go forth, they're choked with the cares of the world, the riches and pleasures of this life, and bring no fruit to perfection. And this, this uh, thorny ground, a lot of times when I read this, I kind of, I get a little, this one uh, 
kind of can, can convicts me sometimes because I, I feel that if I'm not careful, I could fall into this category. I think if we're all honest, we all could because the thing about the thorny ground is this is seed that has been planted. It actually has a root system. So the seed is among the thorns. So keep in mind these roots, they already run deep, but the thorns come and they, they choke it out. And it's the cares of the world, the riches and the pleasures of this life. But the thing that's scary is they bring no fruit to perfection. Maybe at some point they did have fruit, but those thorns tangle it up, choke it out. And, uh, but again, the thorny ground, these people heard the word. But uh, going on to verse number 15, but they that are on good ground are they which when an honest and good heart, having heard the word, keep it and bring forth fruit with patience. And uh, over the last several months, we've been hearing a lot about fruit. I think we, uh, I don't know if anybody's picking up on that, but it seems like we hear a lot about fruit. And uh, I, this verse was just interesting that it talks about bringing forth fruit with patience. So it takes time. It takes time to bear fruit. So again, all, all four groups here, they, it says in, in each scripture that they hear they're hearing with their with their ears, uh, but all the ground is these are these all but the last group, which is the good ground. They're all the forgetful hearers, aren't they? So Jesus, in the same parable in Matthew chapter thirteen, said, um, referring to this exact same parable, he says, "For this people's heart is wax gross; their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears." and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. The thing is, being dull of hearing, it's not really a hearing problem, is it? It's a heart problem. So when, we're, when these people that are dull of hearing, the word is not falling on good ground, and uh, it, it really becomes a heart problem. Hearing is a personal responsibility that we all have, too. This isn't something that... Uh, you know, we try to instill in our kids, like, we got to get this for ourselves, don't we? Even, doesn't matter what age we are, it, it, it's something that we need to receive for ourselves. And uh, one, of the, one of the things that I've uh, kind of been thinking a lot about lately, and this next part is actually kind of what has um, encompassed, or, you know, where I came up with this whole original thought, but really... Um, one of the things I've been thinking a lot about is just personal distractions in my life. Um, and one of the questions I ask is, is there so much noise or too many distractions in my life that I'm able to, unable to hear or forget what the voice of God sounds like? I pray that's not the case, but it's something that God's been dealing with me on. But I, 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 I'm actually convinced that now more than ever that God speaks and I believe he speaks to all of us probably more often than we might even realize. But with all the distractions of the world, right? We, it's, it's the world that we live in. It's full of distractions. Um, not necessarily even sin, but we're just we're busy people. Life, the cares of this world, that oftentimes I uh, I fear that my my ears are dull of hearing. It doesn't end there, though. I'm thankful we have hope today. So God has made a way. And you know, we know what the answer is, don't we? It's through prayer, it's through fasting, it's through faith, which cometh by hearing, and hearing, of course, by the word of God. 
And, uh, and, and it's through this that we don't have to be forgetful hearers. I'm thankful that in, in the, the last verse in James 1.25, it says, the, the entire verse there says that, um, but whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he not being a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deeds. So we do have a promise. If we continue, if we're a hearer and a doer, that we will be blessed in our deed. And the last portion of scripture is in Proverbs chapter 8, verses 32 to 36. Now therefore hearken unto me, O ye children, for blessed are they that keep my ways. Hear instruction and be wise and refuse it not. Blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the posts of my doors. For whoso findeth me findeth life, and he shall obtain favor of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death. In Jesus' name, God, let us not be forgetful hearers, but let us be doers of your word today. God, that our hearts would be good ground today, that we would bear fruit with patience, Lord. God, that the distractions and the cares of this world would not dull our hearing. In Jesus' name, thank you, Jesus.